Good morning, Alert Bay. This is an unofficial summary of the meeting that uh, took place for the Alert Bay Council on Monday, September the 14th. Uh, our meetings are at the Legion uh, these days, so there is room if you want to come. And we did have a couple of visitors that, uh, that attended the meeting, too. So uh, everybody was present at that meeting, including Sarah Greer, who's a co-op student, uh, and she's been uh, hired by the village um, just for a couple of months to look at uh, bylaws to help us with our, our looking at the bylaws. So the meeting was called Order at Five. We went through all the regular stuff, adopted the, the agenda and stuff. And um, we had a petition, uh, property owner of 715 First Street, uh, building alternatives. The property owner is looking for advice and feedback from the council how to proceed. He's been working on studying the BC Housing Owner Builder course, paid the fees, but he's having trouble writing the test, and that's, you know, because of the COVID thing, and we're very sympathetic. In fact, several of us on council are disagree with that whole owner-builder program, so I have a letter to the minister that I haven't heard back from yet about whether we do indeed need to enforce that program here. So he also was wanting to proceed with his driveway installation to have safe access to his property, and so the mayor and the head of public works were going to go and have a look at that uh, property when the owner's back in town. New business, we had a fall cleanup request. Uh, because of the COVID, we canceled the spring cleanup, so we are going to do uh, in the fall We'll be discussing that with the public works foreman and we'll find a date and let you know. Uh, BC Ferry Sewer Upgrade, their engineer is looking at reducing the passenger wait time uh, required for the sewer to be pumped from the, the island Aurora while it's docked in Port McNeil. They're planning to build a sewer pump out station at the Alert Bay Terminal so it can be pumped out while it's docked here and that would help us with uh, reducing ferry wait times. So. Uh, correspondence for action, regional district uh, letter of support for the interim solid waste management plan. It was moved and seconded that uh, we write a letter um, supporting that plan. Um, citizen comment, follow-up emails, the airport uh, property and a seaplane question. There's some small um, alders growing where the planes are parking, so Mayor Buchanan and I are going to you know, probably take us an hour to clear the bush away from that, so Public Works doesn't have to do that. Uh, elections BC, the use of municipal facilities for voting places. Staff will contact the Election BC office and advise them of the Lawrence Ambers Rec Center with better accessibility for seniors and individuals with mobility issue. It, it also has two doors to allow one for entrance and one for exit. Uh, BC Hydro LED lights request for color selection. Again, they're talking about changing the uh, all the street lights to LED lights. I suggested that we ask them to consider looking at motion-sensitive street lights, which means the lights would be off unless somebody was approaching and then they would turn on. This could save a lot of power, even though it be, might be more expensive to purchase the bulbs. The Council of Senior Citizens, uh, there's an International Day of Older Persons, October the 1st, and uh, we moved and seconded that we would support that, notified through the social media and the Village of Alert Bay website and local bulletin boards. 
Um, a citizen's uh, comment and photos, uh, there's a pear slug sawfly larva on the cherry tree near the government dock, and um, we decided we would just remove that tree and then incinerate the uh, so that those insects don't spread. Correspondence for information, the province of BC, modernizing BC's emergency management legislation, Passenger Transportation Board, a press release application to eliminate Campbell River to Port Hardy route and questions and answers. Victoria Hospital Foundation, new critical care equipment. Citizens for Quality Health Care, our support letter and their response about the moving the labs from Campbell River down to Victoria. And our mayor wrote an excellent letter of response to that. Virtual 360 tour and destination of BC visitor stats, checklistings, and School District 85, we approved a tree-cutting permit application. We um, uh, moved and seconded all these items be received for information. Um, Lyle McNish introduced the co-op student Sarah Greer, uh, bylaw and policy analyst, and uh, the council met, met Sarah. Council reports, Mayor Buchanan met with RCMP regarding public drinking and increased patrols will be conducted around the waterfront. He drafted a letter to an individual regarding the skate park and her suggestions for artwork and messaging. He participated in a regional district uh, Zoom meeting, participated in the Zoom meeting on their draft interim solid waste management plan, and participated in BC Hydro WebEx meeting. Participated in the teleconference with the landscape architects, public works, and responded to calls and emails. Councillor Gordon, no report. Councillor Granger was advised by a staff member from the Learning Centre that there is a project underway by students clearing the trail systems for both the Namgis First Nation and the municipality. Councillor Hill, I received a call from a resident to thank us for having the liquor store install non-slip strips on their steel driveway ditch cover just in time for the rainy weather to start. I spoke with the RCMP regarding the use of golf carts. An operational permit would be issued by the RCMP, similar to a permit to operate ATVs on roadways, and then ICBC would license them. At this time, I still haven't had a response from the RCMP member that I spoke to. Um, and then this podcast no longer will be associated with the council because I am also doing some independent interviews. So this this podcast, if you just search for... Um, Larry Hill Alert Bay podcasts. This this uh, particular podcast will show up with the others too. Councillor McGregor participated in a Zoom meeting with the regional district on their draft interim solid waste management and received a question from a local resident regarding an above ground portable pool. And Sarah helped to, helped her to answer that question. Uh, staff reports King Gordon, Fire Chief, the Alert Bay Volunteer Fire Department activities. He received a call from Patrick of the Regional District regarding free training available for HAZMAT to local fire department members. Lyle McNish, Fire Permit Enforcement. We had somebody who was um, burning a fire this summer, and the fire was apparently flames were taller than a house. And so this fire, somebody went to have it shut down. But we, uh, we agreed that we should send a letter regarding the burning without a permit during a provincial fire ban and the possible consequences. You know, we look at this as a serious thing. If, the, any, if uh, during the summertime when it's dry, if a fire broke out here, it could be very catastrophic. Lyle McNish, uh, uh, CAO, Asset Management Update. 
and uh, was moved and seconded that the council direct staff to apply for a grant opportunity from the Federation of Canadian Municipalities. And uh, the details of that are will be available. Um, we had a question period uh, from people that were attending the meeting. The recording of this period is intended as a brief overview. Question. You referred to the RCMP enforcement uh, enforcing fire fines, but when we had people parking on the government wharf and hit a vehicle with the ambulance, we were told by the RCMP they could not enforce Village of Alert Bay rules. And the answer was staff will follow up with the RCMP. With regards to burning enforcement, how do you look after the burning of huge piles on the recently cleared property? Answer, for fires of that size, you have to register the burn with the Provincial Fire Center, and they tell you when and if you can burn based on the air quality and the current restrictions. The tree cutting bylaw, question, um, the tree cutting bylaw does not stipulate a neighbor should be notified. Is this something you should add when the bylaws are amended? Answer, yes. The bylaws could have that requirement added. In terms of public notification, there are certain times when it is required, for example, in the scenario of an application to rezone. There is a process in place for public hearings. Question, is there something under the existing tree cutting bylaw regarding drainage when clearing property? Answer, the stormwater drainage requirement is within the subdivision application process. With regard to the proposed clearing of the property above between Cedar and Larch, there is a requirement for the property owner to have stormwater drainage plan in place and a geotech survey prior to permission being given. This was done by resolution. Question, clearing has huge impacts. Is there a way to attach the stormwater drainage plan requirement to the tree cutting bylaw and not just the subdivision application process? Answer, staff will continue to look at the tree cutting bylaw changes, research what other similar municipalities are doing. This could be added to the tree cutting bylaw. Council makes the decision whether or not to implement or amend bylaws. Now, I made a comment <clears throat> during this discussion. I said, you know, in, in so many communities, we all sit on our lots that have been cleared of trees. Somebody comes in and buys property and clears the trees off the property, and we all go nuts about it. But, you know, the trees were cleared off most of our properties before houses were built, and uh, in this lots that have been cleared recently, the those are going to be beautiful lots. When houses are built on those lots and uh, developed, it's going to be a spectacular setting. And you know, to think that, uh, that that property owner had graffiti painted on the road calling him greedy, I mean, that's just, that's not, that's not great, you know. In terms of kindness, you know, let's practice kindness in, in this village. Um, question. Why is the council against the owner-builder program? This program was put in place to protect the consumers from purchasing homes that are not being built. Answer, some members of council feel that requirements of this program could limit development and make it impossible for property owners to build. Even though a person studies and passes the exam, there's no guarantee that they won't cut corners to save money or time, and they may not follow the building code requirements. With regard to the work related to permits, building tree cutting, there are times when staff or council is not given all the information. The current building bylaw does reference a requirement of a homeowner to be certified under this program or for a licensed contractor to do the build. 
The Ministry of Housing has been contacted on this program whether all municipalities are required to implement into their building application process. Yes, so I have a letter actually written to the minister and asking her whether it is, it is indeed obligatory that we um, abide by this owner-builder program. Uh, so I, I think it's an impediment to, um, to construction here. And we have a lot of builders who have built a number of houses and are, are successfully, you know, have built houses. And the fact that they have to then take this test, which actually they have to pass all the natural gas regulations, even though we're not anywhere near natural gas uh, availability. Anyway, the meeting um, was adjourned at 6.43 p.m. Thanks.